Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirim and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachet Babakama Daf Lamed Aleph Amud Bet at the very bottom of the Amud and we're about to take a look at Mishnah Hey and we'll also be looking at Mishnah Vav in this session. Zebba and continuing on the theme of collisions in Rashut Rabim. Zebba Bachavitova Zebba Bakorato. There's a Mishnah that we already saw quoted. You have two people coming. One is carrying a chavit, meaning a barrel or a uh, pot or a pitcher. Another is coming with a board. So the one coming with the board is going to be the mazik, and the one with the pitcher is going to be the one who is nizak, his pitcher will be broken. Now, the same thing will apply by the way, see at the end of the Mishnah with anything else, which is the mazik and the nizak, like a candle and flax. If they're coming at each other and the board broke the pitcher, patur. Why is he exempt? Each one of them has permission to be walking in Rishut HaRabim. We are with the fragile thing, has to watch out. If the fellow with the board, if they're walking in line, and the fellow with the board was first, and in back of him the fellow with the fragile object, the guy is exempt for it. Because the fellow in back walked too fast. But if, on the other hand, the guy with the board suddenly stops still, then then he's liable. But if he turned around when he stopped and said stop and warned him, then he's patur. Now flip it. Let's say the guy with the picture was in front. Then the fellow coming from the back is chayav. I mean, the fellow in the back, it's a tailgating rule, has to be careful about who's coming in front, who's in front of him. But if the fellow in front stops short, then the fellow in back is liable, or in this case, the fellow uh, in back is, uh, shall we say, the fellow um, the fellow in front uh, is responsible. So if he stopped and the fellow with the board ran into him, then he doesn't, the fellow with the board doesn't have to pay. But if he told him, stop, because I'm stopping, or I have stopped, then he is liable for not stopping. The same thing, just play it out, would be with one fellow with a candle, and another fellow with some flax, flammable material. Now, an interesting question was raised to Rav Huna. Let's say that a couple's engaged in coitus, and he hurts her. Since the very uh, entrance there is permitted, perhaps patur. Odilma iboy leliuni. Maybe you should have been more careful. I'm relating to us. So Ravuna's answer was, "It's our Mishnah." Shalazevashut alech, lazevashut alech. In the first clause in our Mishnah, the balakora is exempt because everybody has a right to be there, impl- implying that if you have a right to be there, you can't be held liable for damages. So Amarava, Rava turned around and said, "No, kavachomer umay yaar." In the case of a forest. And it seems to be a reference to the case of Rotsach B'Shogeg. Everybody goes in with their own reshut, uh, their own going into their own area. Nonetheless, if the fellow drops an axe and hits the other guy, it's as if he walked into the other fellow's yard and he's liable. This one went into the other person's domain, physically. Local Shekin certainly is liable. Right? Well, if that's the case, where I go into, when the one goes into the reshut of the other and does damage, certainly he's liable, then how do we understand in our Mishnah? 
Hatam Tavayu Kadarinu. The answer is in Rashut Rabim, everybody's equal. Hacha Iuka Abin Masav Hilo. Here, he's the only one who's doing an action. She isn't. So they're not equal. In the case of forbidden liaisons, the text says that the persons who are violating and who are acting shall get karate, which means both male and female are considered actors here. The answer is, What is the mechaev in the case of forbidden liaisons? It's hanah. They both get hanah. But as far as actual action, he's the only one who's the actor, she's passive. Okay, again, in the single file case, if the Balkara was first, here we go back to Rish Lakish with the two cows in Rish Tarabim, one's lying down, the other one's walking. If the one walking kicked the one that was lying down, that's regal. If the one lying down kicked the one that was walking, chayevet. Now, perhaps we have support for Ishlokish from our Mishnah. If the one with the Korah was first, and the guy in back of him is Acharon, this case is exactly like a the one lying down kicking the one that is walking. Uktani Chayav, and it says Chayav, and the same thing here, that because the fellow with the Korah stopped short, he's Chayav. Vatiz boy, does this really help? Does this statement really help her? Not only does it not help, it actually presents a problem to her, Shlokish. Why? The only reason that the one lying down is Chayav is because it went out and kicked. Hi, who's coming, if the, if the one walking tripped over the one lying down, it's Potter. He walked into him inadvertently. The fellow of the board didn't turn around and hit the pitcher. He just knocked into him. And there, you'd be patur, and in our case, you're chayav. So the answer is, The case in our Mishnah is where he blocked the entire um, path, like uh, we had this earlier, like uh, like a novella. The case of the cow, it's like he's lying on one side. The cow should have gone on the other side. So if the cow walked deliberately where the lying down cow was, then indeed the lying down cow is not liable for the damages. <coughs> but the end of our Mishnah, we do the other support Lashlakish. When we flipped it, and we had the guy in front being the one who gets damaged. If the Baal Chavit stopped still and the Korah ran into him, then he's Patur. And that's exactly like the walking one kicking the one that's down. Uktani Patur, and it says Patur. The answer is not so, not exactly the same. In our Mishnah, you're walking in a normal fashion. Right? And therefore, that's why when you stopped short and didn't warn me, I can't help be liable. I'd be held liable for that. In the case of the cow, Amarle, the owner of the cow that gets kicked, says, Yes, your cow had Rashut to walk over my cow. But to kick my cow, you didn't have Rashut. And so therefore, even the Seifa doesn't support Rashlakish. Alright. The next Mishnah, If two people are walking in Rashut Rabim, now they're not carrying anything, it's just going to be direct damage of bodies. Two are walking, or one is running, and one is walking, or they're both running, and they crashed into each other, in every case they're patur. Now we'll see it's not exactly in every case. 
We think that our Mishnah does not support Isa ben Yehuda. Somebody's running in Rashut Rabim and crashes into somebody, then he's Chayav because that's Mishunah. That's not the normal way to walk in Rashut Rabim. But he agrees that at the very last minute of Erev Shabbat, if you're running, Shupatur. Why? This is like the Nerchanukah. He had the rights to run. He's doing the right thing by running. We'll see what that's about in a minute. Now, Amr Yochan Allah ki Isi ben Yehuda. Now, Amr Yochan says the Allah is like Isi ben Yehuda, which means if you're normally running in Rishut Rabim and the other guy's walking, you're Chayav, unlike our Mishnah. Now, Umi Amr Yochan Hachi, Amr Yochan Allah ki Stam Mishnah, famously Rabbi Yochan says over and over, he's quoted on this, that the Allah follows the Stam Mishnah. And what does it say in our Mishnah? Dana Charvats Vachar Mahalech Oshayishneim Ratzim Turin. Running in Rishut Rabim is not a liability. You're not liable for that. So, how can he say Allah ki Isi and Allah like our Mishnah? The answer is, that our Mishnah is talking about a case where it is Erev Shabbat just before dark. How do I know that? We said, if two guys are walking, one is walking, one is running, or both running, why do I need the case of two guys running? After all, we said that if one guy is running and one guy is walking, then the guy running is patur. You have to tell me if they're both running that he's patur? What does the Mishnah mean? If one's running and one's walking, patur. That's when you have the rights to run, like Arab Shabbat. If one guy's running, one guy's walking, the guy running crashes into the guy walking, it, he's patur because at that moment he's allowed to run. But on a regular day, if the guy running crashes into the guy walking, he's liable because you're not allowed to run in the streets. But if they're both running, they're patur because they're both running. Now, Amar Mar, now the quote is, so now we see that our Mishnah really is talking about Erev Shabbat Ben Hashmashot in the clause about Achad Ratz Vachad Mahalech, because otherwise Shnehem Ratzim is unnecessary. Now, Amar Mar, Mode Yisi Be'er Shabbat Ben Hashmashot Shu Patur Mnei Shiratz Bershut. So that was Yisib and Yehuda's thing, that Erev Shabbat at the last minute you're allowed to run. Be'er Shabbat Ben Hashmashot, what is that about? Kedar Ab Chanina, the Amar of Chanina, Bo'u Venetzei Likratcha Kalam Alkata. That this is the source of what we call Kabbalat Shabbat. Rav Chanina used to say on Friday afternoon, let's go out and greet Shabbat the Queen. Shabbat Or to greet Shabbat, the Queen and the Bride. Riyani used to put his garment over him and stand and say, But Rav Chanina used to go out. So therefore, running out to go greet Shabbat, that is considered Birshut. Okay, we'll pause at this point and pick up on Daflam and Bet. I'm bet in the next podcast. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful day.